Hello and welcome to Only a Podcast. Two blocks upside down and many miles from home talk about popular culture and unpopular culture too. Books, music, films, the news, what we had for dinner last night, everything is fair game. We've no idea what we're doing or why, but we're going to do it. Kia ora, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 17 of Only a Podcast. We're back. How are you doing, Captain? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Kia ora whanau. Um, yeah, but I'd just like to say, I've just spotted something in the news, the headline, before we, uh, before we get into it, is that um, apparently... So I read that Justin Bieber is one of many stars sharing personal health struggles on social media. Um, I don't particularly want to make fun of anyone who chooses to do that because, you know, that's fair enough. But um, if this is one way for us to become global megastars as well, (laughs) I'd just like to say my shoulder really bloody hurts at the moment. So so there we go. So that's now got us a few more thousand views and um, Do you think it's going to affect your world tour, the shoulder problem? Um, I guess, you yeah. know, I, it's, uh, it may be, allowed, you know, I won't be able to, um, I won't be able to lift a bottle of champagne out of the mini bar and yeah, all that yeah. kind of thing. All so, that stuff, uh, yeah. you know, it'd be really bad. Yeah. It could be terrible. I'd have to get someone else to do it. My yeah, staff. No. Your, your staff, your, your, your crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you yeah. know, I've had a bit, bit of back trouble, you know, putting it behind me, yeah. as they say. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to be selected for the England football squad. Not with his back. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. We might, <laughs> yeah, all, get, actually, we might yeah. all get a game after well, last night's yeah, performance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll get straight into it, shall we? Let's not waste their time. Oh. They don't want to hear us going on. Uh, no. right, just a little bit of admin first, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, yeah. We had a very nice tweet from Richard Lyons on Twitter, uh, oh, at, yeah. at Lyons underscore Richard. Uh, he gave us some very nice feedback. So thanks for that, Richard. It's really appreciated. Uh, he also recommended a uh, a biopic that we should yeah. check out grace of my heart which is based on the life of carol king don't know if you've seen that one captain have you i haven't but i've always sort of you know seen the flyers and the, the yeah. trailer and thought yeah 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 this is okay so maybe yeah. we should find it and dive into it yeah put that one on the list yeah definitely yeah. so yeah richard thanks for that really appreciate your feedback it's good yeah, uh cool. so in terms of catch up i think we've both watched the same tv series haven't we, we both finished it at roughly the same time so i think that's a first so uh, yeah. that being, uh, into it. as we uh, were touting in the last episode, uh, Pistol, the uh, or is it Pistol FX, FX Pistol? The hashtags are all different. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it's uh, the Disney Plus documentary about the Sex Pistols. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we both watched it. What do you reckon, Captain? Well, after you know, after saying I was initially wary of these things and, and sometimes are, um, it turned out all right in the end, didn't it? Um, mm. uh, there was a... You know, there's a massive fuss about actors not looking like who they were playing and that kind of thing. But uh, I have to say, Thomas Brody Sangster nailed McLaren. Yeah, very good. Um, Anson, Anson Boone pretty much nails Lyde. And um, Sidney Chandler does a good Chrissy. Uh, uh, yep. It was great. I mean, the casting turned out turned out really good. I think uh, it's easy to, with something like this, you, you know, the, the critics or whatever can be quite precious about that kind of stuff and i haven't really looked at any any reviews i'm not really interested in any reviews because i really liked it i just thought it was really entertaining whether it was accurate or not obviously it's one of these things they've got to do that whole story in six episodes so it's very fast tracked isn't it you know 
Um, so yeah, all, all happens. And the lyrics but, um, in the script. I know? thought it was really good. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you about the clunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, I agree with you about the casting and the acting was great. Um, especially um, Sydney Chandler, as you mentioned, who the American actress who played Chrissy Hind. Now, I don't know if Chrissy Hind played such a big part in the story or not, but she certainly plays a big part in this series. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why that is is that kind of to hollywood it and give us a bit of eye candy i don't know i don't know if danny boyle would go uh, there or not i'm not sure myself that steve jones spent quite that much time with her no that's Um, right she was like a pivotal (laughs) part of the story i hope we saw more of her than vivian westwood didn't we but having said that it has made me uh move chrissy hines book up my to read list because i I, you know i need to get i don't know if she talks about all that stuff um in her book but um yeah i, I want to read chrissy hines book now which came out a couple of years ago didn't it uh yeah. and what i'd also like to see danny boyle if you're listening or if the chief execs of disney plus are listening which they probably are uh i'd like to see a follow-up series a spin-off the chrissy hines story why not because well, it be kind of ended I mean, just as she was getting started didn't it yeah so i like mean she definitely did work in the shop yeah she definitely was involved she played and I don't think this was gone into too much with the Lord's Prayer. Uh, um, wasn't she involved with the, the whilst Sid was at, sort of around, but not in the band? There were various lineups mooted with the Bromley folks. And, yeah, I think you might be um, right. Yeah. Just, they were all trying to get something together. Um, but, um, but he did work out for okay in the end. It, it, I, I was re, I re-listening to the Pretenders. Um, debut album oh, it's a this belter, week. Isn't it? It's what a storm what an from album. beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. from beginning to end. Um, um, we we didn't see or, or have mention of um, Viv Albert, Albertine uh, no. of the Slits. I thought she might have played a part in this series because, having read her books, yeah, I think she was quite in with with Sid, wasn't she? At one point, and John Lydon, yeah. I think she had a I, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, maybe that's more of a clash. Tale, um, uh, maybe, perhaps. yeah, the, the really? Mick Jones thing, um, or she didn't give permission. Yeah. Maybe, who knows? I, uh, I, I did read. I did read something that said basically the London punks. There are basically about 125 of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, generally speaking, for the for the humongous fuss yeah. that everybody created about this back in the day, um, yeah, it wasn't all that many. Uh, there wasn't all that many people. No, um, the Pistols weren't playing Wembley so Arena, they all, were they? They could pretty much no. I think pretty much all have been in it, really. Um, mm. There, yeah. well, there was a fuss about them back in the day. You, you, I just, you know, that brought it back to me just how hated yeah. by people who didn't really know anything about them apart from the name. Yeah. Um, they were, you know, they couldn't get a gig at, at some point. You know, every church leader in the UK came out and um, lambasted them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Malcolm loved it. Malcolm was all over that, wasn't he? Uh, oh, I was all over it. Though. That was yeah. that was his reasoning. But I have to say that he was so far all over it. Leiden was the was the astringent for me, or whatever you want to call it. He was the the the, the sour apple, if you like, yeah. that made it all good. Uh, after he left, I was just not interested in them at all. As I, I remember, um, but it, it was. It, sort of degenerated the great rock and roll swindle is an album that i never really bothered with yeah um, i just didn't like it i don't so much after he'd gone i remember watching the great rock and roll swindle years and years and years ago when i was probably a teenager 
but I don't really remember it apart from the scene with Sid Vicious and the gun. Uh, so John Lydon mm. wasn't in the Great Rock and Roll Swindle, am I right? I think there was. I mean, they were. It just overflowed after after um, Winterland and. Right. Do you ever feel you've been cheated? And that's enough. Uh, there, there were there was obviously things in the tank that they had, um, but mm. um, it, it wasn't really the pistols by then. Uh, yeah, yeah. For me. Um, yep. I was very glad to see the uh, the Huddersfield Christmas party. A lot of people might not have known much about that, with the minus yeah. benefit that that they played um, for all their uh, tabloid um, criticism. Mm. Um, that was the one episode which uh, which which escaped a lot of people's notices, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was good to see it in there. Yeah. So overall, good. I'm going to give that a good four stars. Um, yeah, I'd I think probably so. I'd like to see twelve episodes though. I think could have got more. Could have you know gone a bit deeper, but thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, maybe a bit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Recommended. Mm. Uh, I really. Uh, got much else to report on in terms of what I've been doing. I've got a few up and coming things. What well, you got anything you've been okay? Been digging. Well, I've been doing as we we did. Uh, having finished that, we then dived into and still not finished, but Stranger Things four. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's as gory as hell. Basically, oh. this this episode they seem to have gone. They seem to have gone uh, from the sort of. Um, Invisible scary things to, to, to all too visible scary right, things. Okay. Uh, it reminds me an awful lot of, of the, the sort of 80s stuff. Right. Um, the, the spam in a cabin things that are, they were called the Evil Dead. Um, Sam Raimi produced things, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, and also the, the, the John Carpenter kind of thing, the, the thing mm. or poltergeist or something like that, you know, the, the effects. Uh, and obviously that's, um, the uh, the era, that yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? In. That's the, the that's where it comes from. I've only, it, I've only ever seen the first two episodes, to be honest. I must, uh, I must get into Stranger Things. I think, I, yeah, I think I'd like it, it a lot. It's become, it's become a scary thing. Uh, I took a, a teeny spoiler with the breaking bones thing that goes on, and I'm not going to be large on that anymore mm. in the in this series. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have been allowed anywhere near a cinema. No, <laughs> in our day, That's as right. it were. Um, but I, I just it sort of made me think about things. Are scary things these days less scary? You know, do, do special effects make them more scary, or is it like, oh, that's so preposterous? It's yeah, not. it can't be true. Well, um, uh, conversely that. to that, I mean, you've got things back in the day that were that were banned, like The Exorcist and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. they were banned and they're like a rated a fifteen now or something. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen PG yeah. or something. So uh yeah. yeah the whole paradigm has has shifted, hasn't it? Uh yeah. but yeah it's it's all um it's all CGI and what have you nowadays, isn't it? So mm. I'm gonna I I'm gonna persist with it and maybe uh, do a report when we've got to the end with more sort of uh, a little bit more plot, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to go into it too far because obviously people are out there still watching it. Yep. So um, Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Sound. Good one. Good one. Mm. Uh, I've got a couple of things coming up, which um, which look quite interesting. So a couple right. of, uh, or heroes of mine, I suppose you'd call them, a couple of people I admire very much, um, Graham Coxon being one, the guitarist from Blur and 
and whatnot, has written a memoir, uh, which will be entitled Verse Chorus Monster, which is coming out in October. Hmm. So very much looking forward to that. I'm sure he'll be talking about the, the Blur days and all that stuff. I'm sure he's got some good stories to tell. So that's that's coming out in October. And another, another one, uh, a memoir, if you like, has just come out, I think, just a week or so ago. Uh, Pete Doherty. Uh, again, I think might okay. might be an interesting read. Uh, again, he's left a bit of a life. Uh, that's called A Likely Lad. Obviously, based on the name of one of the songs, the Libertine songs. So, yeah, uh, yeah a couple of new books to, to look out oh, for. I see. Yeah, I'd like to see whether they're are they ghostwritten or are they written by the chaps themselves? I can't imagine Pete writing it. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe he did. Well, sure. don't, don't forget, he was a writer before he was a musician. He was, uh, you know, as a schoolboy, he represented Great Britain in the World Poetry Slam or whatever it's called. So uh, there you go. he's a very, very uh, yeah. clever young man. Young? Is he young? He's I, not young, is he? Yes. Yeah. I do remember reading um, Alex James' yeah. Blur book. Um yeah, I wasn't quite so impressed with that one, perhaps. Um, I no longer have it, which is probably an indication yeah, of yeah. how good it was, how good I thought it was. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, the yeah, I'd quite like to read the Graham Coxon one. Yeah, I definitely. think that'll be good. Uh, I did read, mm. there was a Blur biography. Uh, it's called 365 Days or something like that it was called. I uh, mm. can't remember who wrote it. It's quite a well-known writer, I think. Uh, but that, I remember that was good. That was a long time ago I read that. Um, but of course, the blur story continues, doesn't it? That was probably written at two thousand or something. So they've done a lot mm. since. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's a couple of books, uh, and I've got a new film I want to talk about. So I don't know if you've got anything you want to squeeze in before I go on about this new film. Well, I've got a bit of music, but um, yeah, go for your film, and we'll go to music after that. Then. All right. Um, so there's a new film which is being released in a couple of days' time um, called Nude Tuesday. It's a, it's a New Zealand film. Uh, they do, every now and again, produce a, a little masterpiece of uh, TV or film down here. And uh, I think this is going to be one of them. <coughs> Excuse me. This is going to be one of them. So um, it's the director is Armageddon Ballantyne. I don't know who that is. You might know who that is, Captain. I don't know. I don't know who she is, but she's a Kiwi. Uh, and the writer is Jackie Van Beek, who some of you will recognise if you've oh, ever yeah. seen um, what we do in the shadows. If you've never seen what we do in the shadows, why haven't you seen what we do in the shadows? Um, yeah, watch it. And it stars Jermaine Clement, who we all know from flight of the Concords. Again, if you haven't seen flight of the Concords, why haven't you seen flight of the Concords? Go see flight of the Concords. Um, and Damon Harriman is in it as well. So <clears throat> the story of this film is a middle-aged couple and they are, their uh, private life, if you like, has gone a bit off the boil, a bit stale. So they go to this uh, kind of new age retreat to try and rekindle the the fire in their in their relationship. There's a guru there who I believe that's the Jermaine Clement character. Uh, but what makes this film a little unique is that the writers um, wrote a script for it, and the actors had the script, but the actors don't read the script. Okay, they talk in gobbledygook, and if you look it up officially, the language of the movie is gobbledygook. So they literally, if you imagine like how the minions talk or the Swedish chef on the Muppet show, they just, they're just making up these sounds, but they know what they're <laughs> saying. They know what the emotions are. So it's a It sounds very, um, most of it sounds very Scandinavian from what I've seen. They just talk like that. And all the actors do that. After the film was finished, they then gave it to a bunch of writers 
comedy writers typically to add the subtitles not knowing what they were meant to be saying uh, so it's really clever the concept is really really clever i get that yeah that's cool yeah, yeah. um I like it, that. it got five stars off the guardian um and it looks like it's going to be really 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 good so i'm off to see that at the weekend so i'll report back on that next time but yeah that's called nude cool. tuesday so look out for that we'll post a, a link to the trailer and all that uh uh, and I'll just go into one other thing while, I, while I'm talking, then I'll let you talk. Um, I found an interesting... Right. <laughs> sorry, I'm just going through my list. I found an interesting uh, YouTube channel. I say interesting, This is it's not very light high, it's quite heavy, but it's called Soft White Underbelly. Okay, and it's a guy called Mark Laita, L-A-I-T-A, an American photographer. Uh, but he started doing these interviews. They just... Um, just interviews in a studio with various people from all walks of life. So there's drug addicts, sex workers and pimps, homeless people, ex-cons, um, survivors of abuse, gamblers, you know, the, the people that kind of fell by the wayside in society, if you like, and he interviews them and they're quite long. Some of them go for over an hour. Uh, and it's brilliant. It's really, really well done. And you, you know, you, the, from the ones I've seen, the, the, the people are really quite, candid about their lives and how they ended up being where they are and you know obviously there's a mm. there's, a, there's a, a backstory isn't there for all these people you don't just go down these roads so um yeah soft white underbelly it's not exactly a laugh but um very interesting so uh have a look at that on youtube cool. i'll stop now yeah i'll have a cup of tea you carry on all right I shall be out to the cinema myself, and I note that um, the film that you're seeing is on before, no, after the film that I'm seeing. Cool. Maybe I could just could be a big day out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could, don't need a ticket. I just yeah, I'll sneak just, through. There's always yeah. seats spare. I'll just I'll just stay in and um, watch the next one. Um, buy, buy extra popcorn. God, They'll pay to, for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go on, blimey. Not half. Yeah. Um, yeah, how much? I think gram for gram, it costs more than gold, gun doesn't in the it? Cinema. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a, a coke out of the gun in the cinema is about nine bucks. It's mm. ridiculous. Yeah. Anywho, um, I'm going to see, because it's part of the Documentary Edge Festival that's on here at the moment, um, I'm going to see a film called I Get Knocked Down. Yes, I do get up again. Um it's the untold story of Leeds-based anarcho-pop band Chumba Wamba, um, directed in part by the main band member himself, Dunstan Bruce, um, who, and I read it for you, he is struggling with the fact that the world seems to be going to hell in a handcart. Mm. Bruce is angry and frustrated, but how does a retired middle-aged radical get back up again? Um, yeah. So uh, I thought that was quite good. I've seen the trailer. We'll put the trailer in the links, and um, we're off to see that. Yeah, you uh, sent me the trailer. It looks, looks, uh, looks really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. Unusually for a film these days, it's un slightly under 90 minutes Brilliant. away. So, um, you know, in, watch something good, out down into Dominion Road and find some food and drink nice. after it. Or, so, yeah. or sneak through next door into, into New Tuesday. Or just stay there, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's the same. It's just a, it's a it's a it's a boutique. Oh, cinema. On the same screen. So um, the same screen. Yeah, so yeah. I just have to find a seat, basically, just you know, in case I'm taking up somebody else's space. But cinemas are never full these days, are they? No, they're not. Unless it's a absolute, unless it's an absolute blockbuster. Yeah, I don't know. When so, I yeah. went to last, went to a full cinema. Well, I do actually. I think it was 
the final installment of Lord of the Rings. That was full. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, I always oh, remember. I'm, so you talk about buying the Coke from the cinema. I remember going to see uh, Titanic at the cinema. Uh, long film. Long, long film. And uh, mm-hmm. so I thought, right, I'm going to need some Coke for this. So I bought the large size, the largest one. You know, so it's like a bucket, isn't it? I don't know how much is in there. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much is in there, two litres or something. Uh, I got to my seat. <laughs> film hadn't started yet. I got to my seat, put it down on the floor in front of me, kicked it, yeah. and it went. Yeah. And I don't know where it went. Couldn't find it. <laughs> but two litres of Coke, oh. and the cinema was packed. Disappeared. Uh, it just yeah. disappeared, and some people in the next few rows must have got wet feet because it just went... <laughs> uh, yeah, and that I think that cost more than my first car. That that um, yeah, probably. That, that cup of coke. So yeah, lesson learned. Always get a small these days. Yeah, yeah it would have been bad. There would have been Definitely. toilet breaks galore. But the longest cinema experience of my life um, was the original Star Wars trilogy uh, in uh, one go. Yeah. Ow! I mean, just sitting down through the third bit through uh, Jedi was. Um, I was suffering by then. My legs had gone. <laughs> Basically, it wasn't, wasn't, the, wasn't the days of comfortable cinema seats when no. I went to see that. Yeah. Not like they are now, like armchairs now. It's brilliant. But, mm. um, oh, dear me, I could barely walk out after I'd, after I'd seen that, um, which was also, it was also a bizarre experience because uh, I'd, I'd seen the first one. I don't think I'd seen any of the – I don't think I'd seen Empire either. Mm. So um, it was great. It was just like a new experience to watch two Star Wars films which I hadn't then seen at that time. Um, I wonder why. I wonder why I never saw Empire Strikes Back on its own. Yeah. Anyway, never mind. It's interesting you say that because I I saw, I've talked about it before on here about seeing Star Wars uh, in 77. And Mm. I never saw, and I was mad about it. You know, I had all the toys and all that stuff. You know, I was sort of seven or eight years old. I had all the toys and action figures and the Death Star and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I never saw the next two until I think, well, maybe when they came out on video or it might've even been, yeah, it must be when they came out on video, probably got them from the, the local video shop sort yeah. of in the mid early mid eighties. So yeah, I never got to, so I don't know why I didn't go and see them, but yeah. Mm, similar experience. Why was that? Why did we not? I don't know. I don't know. Most would argue that Empire Strikes Back is the best one, uh, of the original yeah. trilogy. Uh, which is probably right in terms of the, you know mm. being a quality film. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. But overall, overall yeah. plot and all that kind of thing. But mm. yeah, uh, we're not yeah. complaining. No, definitely not. Um, I just realised something. We haven't talked about the Beatles in about four episodes at all. No, I don't think we've even Jesus. mentioned them. What's what going are we on? Doing? Anyway, what it's are Paul we McCartney's doing? birthday in a couple of days' time. Uh, Eighty right. about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's eighty. Um, yeah, so what else have we got? I've, I've been listening to um, well, a whole raft of albums by um, one guy. Well, not quite one guy. Um, he's got a band as well now. Um, a chap called Michael Head. Oh yeah, who in the eighties was in a band called Pale Fountains, yep. and in the nineties was in a band called Shack. Uh, who produced one absolute classic in uh, HMS Fable. That was a brilliant album. Um, and he's had a band called The Strands. And most recently, um, he goes out as Michael Head and the Red Elastic Band. Yep. 
Um, and for the first time, he's, I read that he's getting some serious chart action, I think, with this studio album, Dear Scott, which is an F. Scott Fitzgerald reference, I believe. But never mind about that. Um, finally, sort of um, bit recognised after such a long time. I, I think he's been impaired by various substance abuse episodes in the past, so he hasn't always uh, had the continuity of of of, um, of music that he perhaps would have liked to put out. Let's put it that way. But um, I first realised that he was doing something else when his album Adios Senor Pussycat came out in 2017. Yeah, I love that album. It's great. But, but it's terrific. But now we have uh, the Live in London album, which is does what it says on the tin, which seems to be a career retrospective, really. So if you if you if you're diving into uh, Michael Head's music for the first time, what better way, in fact, to uh, to have a look at that because that's um, that does feature uh, songs from his previous bands. Um, but Dear Scott is is uh, a good studio album. I don't think it's quite as good as Adios Senior Pussycat, just to just to split a few hairs. Um, but it's all great stuff, uh, and I've been uh, digging back into um, other things as well after the Live in London album. Um, and probably one of those is going to be on my best of year list, I think. Okay. Um, it's, it's really good uh, melodic singer-songwriter with a full band. Um, he has a slightly wrecky voice, but in a way that kind of adds to the to the charm of the whole thing. Um, and his lyrics are sort of very personal, on point kind of mm. thing. Um, and so if that sounds like your kind of thing, folks, wasn't, um, wasn't there a, dive in. We'll, wasn't there quite a big on. kind of push on social media to help this album up the charts? I keep seeing, I kept seeing lots of tweets encouraging me to go listen to it, go stream it, go buy it. So I think all the, fan, yeah, the so, fans but, got together mm. and, uh, and helped it yeah, along, but, but why not? That's what it's all about, right? That's what you got to do these days. Yeah, there's no top of the pot. It's a particular, you know, you get those particular artists where f- the fans are fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capital letters. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know a few really people that are absolutely crazy rabid. about Michael Head. Yeah, uh, nuts about Michael Head, mm. uh, and understandably so. Uh, really, uh, uh, and it's great for the lad mm. to get uh, to get this kind of recognition. Mm. So, um, yeah, I've been uh, good. To, Heavily immersed in in Michael Head's music this week. He's it's from Liverpool, really right? Is he, is he, he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is. Mm. Yep. Yeah, they've produced a couple of good bands, haven't they, over the years? Just one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah good stuff. Yep. Great. I haven't got round to listening to the new one yet, but I will probably do it this afternoon. Yeah. So I might. Am I going to finish? Yeah, off? I think you've got, got a little question, here, haven't you? I've got, I've got a little question for you. For me, um, off the top of your head, I, I, while you're thinking, I can sort of. Uh, because I've answered my own question, but it's for the for the folks out there as well to give us a bit of interaction, and it's um it's a it's a question that always comes up every now and again, uh, but I do think about it every time it comes up, <laughs> which is if there's one celebrity out there who you'd like to sit down in a pub and have a beer with or a drink with, or whether they drink or not, you know, when you think oh, it'd be nice to get together for a cup of tea with those chaps, mm. who would it be? Now. You know, you see folks on the TV and all that kind of thing. And it's, it's, every now and again, you just think, oh, yeah, what a, what a 
Seems like a seems like a very nice mm. person there. It'd be cool to sort of ask him questions in private yeah. or you know. Um, so I don't know. I could say that I quite like to have a drink with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. <laughs> I was <laughs> not expecting seems, that. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why. It just seems just like an amazingly nice chap. Yeah, you know, um, a very. He's, I think I've ever I've ever seen him on the TV being interviewed. Mm. You know, you just think, oh, it's great. Yeah. The Rock is brilliant. Oh, um, oh, yeah, okay. But um, there's another couple of other ones. I, I would quite like to have a drink with Noel Gallagher, uh, <laughs> even though he's an irritating prat at best yeah. of times. Um, I think you'd get some quite interesting uh, conversation there. You would. Um, it's funny yeah. how it's kind of gone, turned around, hasn't it, Since probably since that supersonic Oasis documentary came along, uh, mm. and we all learned, actually, Noel was the complete arsehole. It wasn't Liam at all. <laughs> It wasn't Liam. Yeah. Liam's sound, and he's had to use his own vernacular. Um, I, I think. I think. I think Noel was the problem. He was, yeah. a, he was a bloody bully, wasn't he? Um, anyway, that's yeah. by the by. Um, that's a good yeah. question. I mean, Paul McCartney springs to mind straight away. Yeah, you know, and if we're going to ask the the, the fans this question, and we could say also, what questions would you ask them? Because mm. yeah. I'd have to, for Paul McCartney, I'd say. What, what, not what's it like being Paul McCartney, but do you realise that you're Paul McCartney? Because you've always been Paul McCartney, but do you realise you're Paul McCartney? <laughs> and do you know what that means? Yeah. Uh, or something like, is there ever a day goes by when you don't hear, think, or say the word Beatles? I wonder if there ever is. I bet there isn't mm. in Paul McCartney's yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's gone to get tired. Does he ever go, oh, God, not again? <laughs> well, yeah. He doesn't seem ever uh, tired of talking about the Beatles, does he? It's, it's done him all no, right. Let's not be, really. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Macca yeah. would go on my list. But, yeah, it's the more e- enigmatic mm. people, I guess, isn't it, you'd want to speak yeah. to. But, yeah, I'll have a think about that. Maybe. We'll come back to this I mean, next like, episode. Yeah. I mean, the, the other one I think about is uh, it's rather New Zealand-centric. Mm. Um is we have a journalist over here, um, non-New Zealand folks called John Campbell. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was on the TV. He's been on Breakfast TV for a while, but he's off there. He's, he's out doing his investigative journalism mm. thing for a time, and he's he's made some of the, some of the great sort of uh, interview moments on New Zealand television in the past. And I did see him once in the CAF, mm. uh, uh, complimented him on something he'd done. But again, uh, seems like an absolute diamond. Yeah, he's a dude, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to sit there with Campbell and, and, uh, and have a chat. Uh, lovely, lovely chat. Mm. Yeah. Good question, Captain. Okay. Okay, yeah. fans. Uh, let's, um, let's know. Don't don't all think. respond at once because we'll probably bring down the internet because there's a lot of you. Flood the internet. Yeah. yeah. You'll jam the switchboard at only a podcast head office. So, uh, but yeah, let us know. Yeah. Who would you like to sit yeah. and have a beer with and what would you ask them? Yeah, good one. Yeah. Good one. All um, right, I reckon we've done enough today, have we? All good. Better get back. Yeah, that's why. Better up. get back to work before they notice. Yeah. Um, all right, that's it then. So, um, yep, stay in touch, everyone. Really appreciate your feedback. Yep. Click, click the click likes. Like. Give us some retweets. Retweets. Um, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up on, you, thumbs on up. YouTube if, if, you, if, if you're, you're like, a YouTuber. If you like us, hit thumbs up. If you don't li- like us, hit thumbs down twice. That's that's uh, yeah. generally the, the, the thing. Uh, and you know what? We might yeah. do a video edition soon as well, because now we're on YouTube. We can kind of easily do that. So you might get to see our lovely faces as well. 
at some point. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's a threat. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Say goodbye, Captain. Yeah. If you if you oh. if you don't if you don't give us if you don't give us thumbs up and likes, we'll do a video. We'll do a video. just to <laughs> yeah. punish you. Yeah. If we can't get a thousand <laughs> Twitter followers and a thousand Instagram followers by the end of the month, we're going to do a video, and you do not want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Say goodbye, Captain. All right, good boy, Captain. See you later, folks. Take care. You've been listening to Only a Podcast. If you would like to get in touch and share your feedback and ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Go to onlyapodcast.com or you can find us at Only a Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or via our Facebook page. Remember, it's only a podcast. <laughs>